Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. Oh, Carlos is here. Carlos is here. Probably muted. Sometimes <laughs> that's what he does. He'll he'll be muted. He's probably been there the entire time, just listening to us, waiting to see if we're going to talk shit about him or something. No, he knows. Oh, why is this thing always muted when I say that? It's so annoying. Uh, how long have you been there? I don't know, 20 minutes. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> you've been talking away throwing out your opinions and you're like why is nobody answering me that'd be terrible that would be terrible it gave me a complex oh uh, no <laughs> but carlos what we were talking about is uh movies where the title kind of ruined the movie because it didn't fit at all and we we're also talking about sequels that that it kind of messed up franchise so that's what we're oh, you mean like Hellraiser three? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow! Oh, my heart! Oh, hey, I, I figured that would be the number one for you. Uh. <laughs> hey man, hey, I love Hellraiser three. <laughs> You're getting back at me for the Green Hornet thing, aren't you? <laughs> hey, I don't. I'm not a big fan of Green Hornet. I just kind of like some of the direction of it. I. I <laughs> I think it's kind of dumb, but with Hellraiser in particular, I know you're you're pretty close to Hellraiser, mm-hmm. um, and that took a totally different direction. But I fucking love Hellraiser three. That was the first one I saw. So because I'm like a slasher kid, that's what I thought. I thought it was just like another gimmicky slasher type, yeah, guys, right? And that was his gimmick. He's like this hell priest, whatever. So. That's why I was a little disappointed when I went back and watched the first two Hellraisers initially, because I was expecting like more like what the third one was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, over the years, I've obviously adjusted <laughs> my expectations <laughs> properly, but no, nah, I, I love Hellraiser three. Yeah, but I I do agree with you. Hellraiser three it was the it was the first one I saw as well, and coming out of it, my expectation was okay. Hellraiser is a slasher series. Because I knew only the minimum about the the universe after, like, before seeing Hellraiser three, and three is, is definitely put together as a slasher movie. Like, maybe we should be warned. This is its own thing, kind of like Halloween three. Do not try to fit this in with the rest of the the, the series because it, it doesn't fit. But we. Well, I mean, like, to, to be fair with Halloween three, I mean, I agree with you because of what Halloween is now. Right. But, I mean, if they had continued and had the balls to just keep going with their plan was, and people just accepted it, that Michael Myers is no, no more Michael Myers. Right. We would be in a world where, okay, that was that first chapter was just special and you got two, two installments of this one story and then the rest of the series is just an anthology, a different story every time, right? Right. I think they could have done both. I think they should have done both. Yeah, that and that's cool. I know that's what um that's what Carpenter had originally intended. When he wrote um Halloween and Halloween 2, he was done with Michael Myers by the time he was finished writing Halloween 2. And even 
Halloween too, he was hesitant to to go ahead and and do work on because he figured Michael Myers was done after one. Well, he should have been. So, yeah. So the, I mean, the original plan was um, like Carlos Most was saying. People would was... agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back then especially, like yeah. we have Jason to thank for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> the dude's been done to death for real. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, people are not going to accept anything different now because they just want to see more barely walking and killing. Yeah. And... Yeah, well, we're at what now? 11 Halloween movies, I think. Are we? Yeah, that's crazy. Never enough. Yeah, I think 11. <laughs> and then there's the there's two more coming, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. So we're going to be at 13 by the time it's all done. Because they know Assuming they got that... us. We're yep. watching it. They know it. We know it. It could be... A whole bag of trash. We're still watching it. Mm-hmm. And they know it. And some of them have been bags of trash, and we still watch them. It's true. Basically because of what happened to the to the studio uh, style starting in the 80s, it's, it's where everything has to be a franchise. Mm-hmm. And like, it has to be a continuing thing where it's they're not comfortable with going with one-offs because all they care about is their bottom line, right? They don't take as many risks. So, well, it makes that's sense. just the world we live in now, right? <laughs> yeah. I just, how much can it cost to put a, the same mask on anybody, have them not talk, walk slowly, and kill people? Oh yeah, they 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 take nothing to make. Like that, that's why Blum, uh, Jason Blum, is so successful in the industry because he puts he's like he's like the new Corman. He puts no money into these things, and then they make bank, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why I prefer indies. I'd rather watch people who have like this grand plan of a horror movie, and put whatever money they have into it and try to make it happen, than these giant houses that they don't put any money into anything, and they're just giving us the same thing over and over and over, and we keep watching it, hoping it's going to be something different, even though we know better. <laughs> We mm-hmm. know. So whatever format sells, that's what they're going to stick with. But then with the, the bigger ones, when we get, when they give us something different, we don't want it. I do. But I know well, I'm okay, a minority. I, <laughs> well, by we, I don't mean the three of us. By we, I mean the the fans. Like, right. they give us, you know, something new and different in the same vein, and all of a sudden we're all like, oh, well, where's where's Michael? Where's Jason? Where's Freddie? Where's all this stuff that we expect? Mm-hmm. So, like, we put out, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6, and you say, oh, no, we've had enough of Freddy. So we give you this new one with less Freddy, and you're like, well, where's Freddy? So, like, what do you want? Right. People like serialized entertainment because it's like comfort food, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like sitting down to watch your favorite show every week. You know, they could just watch what we already have over and over and over again like we do. Most people don't like watching a movie like twice. <laughs> yeah. But then they're paying weird. to watch the same movie, but just different characters, different name. They know it's the same. Like if I post something even remotely different, like people let me know. I don't have like 25 likes. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to post what I want to post, y'all. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a post-apocalyptic with two people in it. You don't like it? You don't have to. And sometimes people will be like, you know, I didn't come here for this. Well, you are free to leave. This is still my page. <laughs> what do you mean? 
I didn't come here for this. Like you, you paid nothing to get in here. Like right? what, what do you want from me? I want a refund. <laughs> okay, here's your zero dollars back. Right. I scrolled two and a half times to get past this. I don't appreciate this, and I had to stop and comment. You are free to leave. <laughs> I hated it, but I took the time to comment. Exactly. Because the idea of my page is supposed to be obvious. Horror, people probably looking for this, don't know the title. Here it is. It, mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's not supposed to be about, I only show people what they like. And, and people, boy, they sure let me know. I thought you liked the 80s stuff. It's like, yeah, I do. I like the new stuff, too. Oh, I thought you just watched a laser disc. Nope, streaming, too. It's fine. Get over it. It's fine. Yep. Oh my god, I remember the first laser disc post you did. <laughs> or the first one I saw anyway. I just, I was just I was blown away. I'm like, "Oh my god, you have a laser disc?" Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. I have four players. Well, you need to have four players to keep one working. Well, they all work. And three of what? them remotes that work. Oh yeah. Uh, I remember, have zero Laserdisc players. <laughs> but remember, I have a man who works on them, and it's super cheap. Yes, that's right. Bits. That's right. Yep, you've got your guy. Yeah. If I didn't, then yeah, your... <laughs> I would have one that works. <laughs> yeah, and, and three for parts, and every go. one of them would be missing the part that you need. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's right. I forgot you had your you had your, your, your secret guy who fixes all of your ancient electronic goodies yeah, secret he wants me to tell everybody he needs more work <laughs> tell everybody to buy old stuff so i can get more work yeah <laughs> yeah well if i had old stuff that was broken i i would send it to you in texas to be like here get your guy to fix this yes. he started working on like iphones now because he needs otherwise he has to go out of business right well yeah because almost everything like almost everything home entertainment electronics wise is throwaway now right you know, you yeah. buy your DVD player or your Blu-ray player. It works for two or three years, and it breaks down. So you get rid of it, and you buy a new one. Yeah. That brings me to a good point that's really depressing. You guys want to know something? You probably already know, but... What's that? You know, DVDs, they have a shelf life of, like, 10 to 20 years. That's And then what happens? And then they just start rotting away, like VHS. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, uh, that's why with Blu-ray, they, uh, and it's not proven yet because obviously time hasn't passed enough, but they're saying because of the extra layers and the protection and the coding, they're supposed to last longer at, they can live up to a hundred years. Um, but yeah, DVDs, the, after 10, 20 years, you could just try to pop it in and nope, sorry. Hmm. I know a friend of mine that lives in uh, California. He has a lot of discs. He he's gone through maybe sixty discs that have crapped out on him, um, and it's called disc rot. Um, his I think his problem more is because of the heat because in, in California it gets pretty hot, obviously. But uh, and if you don't keep these things temperature controlled, they get cooked a lot faster. So interesting. Hmm. I'm trying to think what's the oldest. (laughs) That's a good question. Maybe you're still if you're still playing them, then obviously they last a while. (laughs) And they're still playing fine. So 
VHS was only supposed to have a certain shelf life that wasn't that long either. And I know people that are still rocking their yeah. VHS from the seventies, right? So right, I still have some good VHS, and they're fine. Yeah, I think it. I think it really depends on how you care for them too. I'm yeah. sure like, how are you storing it? How are you maintaining it? How are you, you know, taking care of it? You're not just, you know, throwing them in a heap somewhere. You're actually keeping them properly housed and in their proper cases and blah 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 so i don't know maybe that has a lot to do with it yeah. i'm trying to think what's my oldest dvd now because yeah, i'm gonna have to I'm test it because i'm curious hmm. i think fight club is my oldest one so i'm gonna have to pop it out later on and see if it still plays fight club really i think fight club was my first dvd huh. nightmare on elm street box it <laughs> <laughs> uh it wasn't my first but it was up there i think it was my it was one of my first box sets was the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Nice. That thing is glorious. Yeah, before that it was individual stuff or the two disc special editions. But yeah, I think Nightmare on Elm Street was maybe not my very first, but definitely in the first five was my Nightmare on Elm Street one. Nice. It was it was actually the first thing I bought uh on the format and it was like a year before I even had the player. I was just like, I picked it up and I saw the artwork. I was like, oh my God, this is all my allowance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't care. It says Nightmare Encyclopedia on that extra disc. Mm-hmm. And for some stupid reason, I thought that that meant it was the TV series. And so it included the whole TV series. I'm like, I don't care. Just take all my money. I need to have this thing. Oh, man. That's so disappointing. Uh, and then it wasn't the series. And then it wasn't the series, but yeah. I, I didn't care. I didn't know for a year because I didn't have a player. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, my God. I can just imagine the first thing you did was you threw that disc and you were like, oh. <laughs> well, well no, the first thing I did was I threw in the first one, which I had seen by that point like 50 times. Mm-hmm. And it was completely in, uh, ineffective for me uh, by that point. And throwing in the the, that DVD for the first time and seeing the clarity of it, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about it, and I, and I was so jaded at that time too, but it just scared the shit out of me. I'm like, wow, this movie is effective again for me. That's awesome. So totally I always want that away. when I put something in that I've seen a yeah. lot and then I jump, I'm like, oh man, this is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm really going to think about what my oldest DVD is now so I can play it because mm-hmm. I have to know. Uh, I know with certain certain companies, too, are more prone to having problems. I know, like, Warner Brothers discs, apparently. That makes sense. Um, well, Warner was also one of the first ones who went dual layer. So yeah. um, the, I know The Matrix was one of their first dual layer releases, and a lot of the first generation DVD players can't play it. <laughs> because they weren't designed around mm. the idea of multiple layers on a disc. Yeah, I remember that was a huge thing because um, when the the PlayStation Two came out, that tells you how long I've been around. <laughs> um, their biggest thing was uh, part of their big promotion was it will play dual layer discs, and so the first thing I did on a PlayStation Two was I tested it with a copy of The Matrix, yeah. and I was like, "Yep, this works great. I'm buying both of these now." <laughs> Because I think my my PS2 was my primary DVD player for, well, not a long time, but probably about six months before I bought a dedicated DVD player. It was for most people, man. Even even today. Yeah, I uh, remember that. 
most people's uh, Blu-ray players are their PS4s or their Xboxes. Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've done it before and I've been there, but I, I like to have, I don't know, I like to have dedicated players for it. So do yeah, I, especially for expensive devices. I just think if I'm doing everything with this one thing, it's going to burn up faster. So mm. everything needs its own thing because I don't want to just use the one, because then when it does, well, now you're out of player for everything. And you need to come up with that money to replace it. <laughs> yeah, and now I have to buy three players, whereas I could have just bought three players to begin with. But yeah, I do. I I do know some people. They still buy PS2s. That's still their their players. It goes out and they'll go to a pawn shop, I guess, and get another one. I guess twenty bucks. I just need to get another one because I wanted to watch a movie. In my bedroom, I use my uh, PS3 still. Like they're on PS5 now, but oh, I use yeah. a PS3 still for watching uh, DVDs and Blu-rays in my room because. That's what I used primarily when I when I first got into Blu-ray, and now I'm just so used to it, like especially the remote control, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that it's one of the only players on the market that you can put it on fast forward where it goes like a, a point one times faster or something like that. So, like, it fast forwards the movie to a degree where it's like they're not talking like chipmunks, but there's it's skipping by a little bit faster, right? And so, it just makes it you can get you can plow through things a lot faster that way. Now, I don't watch movies like that because I think that's <laughs> kind of sacrilegious, but it's good for special features, especially when it's like Kevin Smith special features that are like 18 hours long. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is like, I want to use another player. It's like, okay, well, my, my last PS3 died. And so now I want to just go get a regular player. So, okay, I'll get a Sony. Maybe that'll have that feature. But no other players have that feature. Huh. So, sucks. Mm-hmm. All I remember about video games, because I'm, I'm not a gamer, is the Red Ring of Death. And it was just going on. Red Ring of Death. Red <laughs> Ring, I was like, what? And then what's funny is my HD player, when it's off, the power button, is a red light comes from behind, and I was like, I have the red ring of death. <laughs> I was my friend who had that problem, I think, twice with Xbox. Mm-hmm. I was like, my HD player has the red ring of death. And he gets freaked out. I was like, oh, my God. You got to get another one. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not the same thing at all. This is not a video game. But he, it just it, like has done something to his mind. Like, I have to unplug it if he comes by. It's like you need to turn that thing off. I was like, it is off. That's why it's red. Yeah, that's like, standby that's mode. Weird. Red. <laughs> All of mine is. It has that. Like my TV has a red light when it's in standby mode. Yeah, that red ring of death was a. Oh, it's a nightmare. It must have been because it was like news. People cannot yeah. stop talking. I was like, what in the world are y'all talking about? And then they treated me like I was like, I really dropped out of the sky that day. Like, how could you not know about the red ring of death? <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was never an Xbox guy, so I never encountered it. But um, I had friends who were Xbox guys, and they were always talking about it. And I, so finally, I was one day. I was like, "What? Why is what is why is this a thing?" And so they explained it to me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So basically, what it means is your shit system died. <laughs> what sucks is those people paid a lot of money for those systems, and then it's just dead. That's it. Yeah. That yeah. man. See. I think that's around the time when I decided I'm not buying the first incarnation of anything. 
I want to let them work out the bugs first, and then mm-hmm. I'll get the next incarnation. Because I'm not exactly. doing that. Yeah, I never buy a, a first-gen system. It's like, y'all lining up outside this damn building to be guinea pigs. Y'all going to pay the most yeah. amount on something <laughs> that's not done yet. Y'all know it's, especially game systems, y'all know it's not done. They finish later, especially mm-hmm. games. And then they send you updates. Aren't you freaked out? Didn't you just pay seventy dollars for that game? I just had a conversation with my friends. Uh, getting, I, I got shit on so bad because the last two days we've been in a chat th- uh, chat thread where uh, they're all going, "Oh, I'm getting my PS5 today. Oh, I'm getting my new Xbox today," and they're all super excited. And they're like, "Oh, why aren't you getting yours?" I'm like, "Dude, do not buy consoles at launch. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're just going to end up with something you have to return." Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm just, oh, stop being such a, a grinch or a grouch or whatever. No, you're right. We know video game consoles are not new. I'm not even a gamer, and I know better than that. Yep. You're not supposed to buy mm-hmm. the first one. Most expensive and the most problems. I mean, hell, they haven't even worked out the VR yet, and it's been, what, three years, four mm-hmm. years? Yeah, and that's still glitchy. They're asking too much money to take that kind of risk. No thanks. Just to say you got it first? Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like, I'm not paying 800 bucks for a game system. And there's yeah, somebody who is true. very impoverished talking about, he's been talking about about it. And, oh, I wanted to get it, but did you see the price of those games? I'm like, didn't you just tell me y'all didn't have food for like a month? What are you talking about? Like, really, you can't afford that. <laughs> but he he's going to figure it out if he has to live under a bridge, I guess. It's crazy. How's he going to play the games if he's living under a bridge? He doesn't need to play the games. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> so he can tell people he he's has gonna, it. He's just going to Dunkin' Donuts, plug it in. <laughs> yep. This is the number one place for macabre cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabre.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out until the next one.